94.5. Hello and welcome to another wonderful edition of the Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast, which is a little different these days. We did just a cheeky little extra nugget of content at the top of our podcast. Just Bonus material. Yes. That you right. didn't hear on air. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Uh, that's why uh, Rami, the producer, and Kara, the producer, in. This Hello. morning. Hello. Hello. Good, to, good to have you here, guys. Yeah, good. Wonderful. Why are you smiling so much? Yeah, you are. Because let's just say, because it's a wonderful sunny day in Perth, the greatest city Your in the world. Your eyes just rolled as you said that, like in a weird exorcist uh, also, talk. What's with <laughs> the okay? attack, Rami? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not attacking. Smile. smile. Let oh, me smile. What's the alternative? <laughs> yeah. Screw you guys. <laughs> I'm just frown at you. Sorry. I just. Fake. Imagine yeah, if we had, you know, our breakfast like show was like that. It's like, yeah, I'm welcome to Pete, Matt, and Kimber, and oh, whatever. What have you got? Well, uh, Pete, a little bit later on during the podcast, you'll hear about some of your antics, and you were chasing down uh, chocolate soft serve ice creams and all mm. that sort of stuff. But you, you sort of, oh, did that make it? Well, yes, it did. Oh, it shows how strong the show was. I was going to say, <laughs> I wouldn't have put that one. Well, in I think there. it made it. I think it made it. Okay. Maybe it didn't it make it. Um, but. You did say in passing yesterday that you were one week late to an appointment. Are you able to just divulge? Uh, sorry, what's the divulge, word? Divulge. Divulge that information. Go a bit deeper into that. Uh, I can do. So it was uh, last Monday, and um, or the Monday just gone, the Monday of this week that we're currently in. And I um, created havoc and chaos for a lot of people within my sphere, including my wife. My kids, uh, my parents, and a few uh, business associates who I was meant to be doing various things with and told them all to get stuffed because I needed the afternoon because I needed a doctor's appointment. Okay. And then I went to the doctor and uh, I walked in and I walked up to reception. And I said, hello, my name's Pete. She's like, great. Who are you here to see? I'm like, this doctor. She goes, mm. I was like, what's wrong? She's like. Uh, we don't have an appointment here for you. And I said, oh, oh no, no, I'm 245. I checked it and then had a look and I was like, oh, it's next week. It's a week later. Oh, okay. You oh. were a week early. I was a week early. Now, okay. this happened in front of a line full of people as well who I had to walk past in shame. But he's an excellent proctologist. He's wonderful. <laughs> 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 I don't mind that so much. I would let you, you know, if you're there a week early, it's better than being a week late. Yeah, well, I mean, they're always trying to charge you for being late. They would have been over the moon. Over the moon. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. over the moon. Um, not many would care rebate on that, by the way. So that's my story. No rebate. No rebate. What? Um, that, that story. <laughs> that story. Pete has fallen asleep post 9 a.m. What? No, that's what it is. A Medicare rebate. Oh, yeah. That's what it's called. No rebate. Yeah, no rebate. What's that mean? I didn't get any money back. Because it wasn't really an appointment. It was oh. a sort of a. a, a oh, sorry. Yeah, it was a, a joke. A joke, yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm <laughs> so lost. Oh, yes, so same. No one got the joke. It's so mean, sad. I got it. Thanks, Maddie. Yeah. I'm so glad you made it. I didn't laugh because it was a shit joke. <laughs> I'm so oh, glad I'm Pete just... made that joke. Yes. Because anyway. it brings me to my next point. What? I'm worried about you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's right, Maybe you're not the only one. I'm worried about me too. No, because you got that. You've purchased some sort of a Hot Wheels situation. Your detox has gone out the window from the beginning of the year. You're saying I'm fat. I didn't say that. I think you're, he's full of joy. I'm loving it. I'm you loving it. Whatever you're you do. Which is another jolly. word for fat. Yeah. I'm just looking at our <laughs> podcast intro here, and that I'm not that break that you're talking about, Kerrod's not in here. Isn't it? It no, didn't make the cut. No, it didn't make no. the cut. We'll have a speak to Padgy. We'll make sure it's in there. No, I wouldn't have thought it was great. God. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, what are we all doing for Australia Day? Um, what is well, in the podcast? Gotta, we've got to tell you what's coming up. Yes. It? Well, Australia Day, as you say, uh, Matt brought in some information about the national anthem. Yes. That's a hard thing. why we rubbish at it. Mm. Yep. Mm. Um, white skip bins I, I made the podcast. I know, white you skip make, that bins. Sounds, when you say it like that, it sounds like racially driven. Like white skip bins, but I'm like, no, it's it's just no, something different. But I do think that. it's a socioeconomic thing. Yes. Um, Chris Gaskell is a lady doing daddy-daughter hair braiding sessions. Very mm, nice yeah. lady, and, yes. And um, I wanted to have uh, me kids in, and uh, we were going to do one until my kids said no. <laughs> yeah, that was what a great four and a half minutes that was. <laughs> uh, the Oscar nominations are out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we went through it because we've got a – not a trained actor – uh, genuine um, drama teacher here, thespians in yeah, the room, yeah. and turf talk. Oh, yes, me lawn. Mm. Yeah. We're all going around to Matt's house. Yeah. That was a weird moment for you. I liked it, though. Did good. you? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I can appreciate that. Yeah. Well, the grass is always greener. Hey. hey. Oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> enjoy. Enjoy. Well, you guys go. It, it's you, better than you it two sounds. Stay and tell me why midlife crisis didn't make it into the podcast, please. <laughs> that is a decision that is not on my shoulders, on Rami's shoulders. I'll let Rami I answer that question. And that decision is not on my shoulders, <laughs> it's on <laughs> Paddy's shoulders. Because if you were really a team player, you would have called it a mixed life crisis. Oh, uh, uh, very good. Uh, but anyway. Okay. See, if only we had a meeting before the show about your this one. White, your white skip bins is racist. <laughs> <laughs> you can have that. Later. Bye. Pete, and Came across this. This is a ripper. Uh, mop tops, daddy and daughter hair workshops. And goodness knows that I need it. Um, <laughs> You've got a couple of kids hanging off you right now. Yeah. And they've got quite the hair on them, Pete, because they um, they've got dad's hair, which is full o curls. Full o curls. Uh, a lot of body and bounce. The other one's wavy. Yeah. Um, but Chris Gaskell is the founder of Mop Tops Hair Care for Kids, and she joins us now. Good morning. Hi, Chris. Good morning, guys. Thank you for having me. Chris, you run these workshops to help dads in particular because they may not have had the long hair experience. They may not understand what it's like when they have daughters with hair that they think, oh my goodness, how are we going to put this together? So you're just running easy workshops for them to get the basics? Oh, for sure. We start at the beginning. We start at the, you know, the basics uh, and then we build. Um, I, I, you know, I truly believe that if you, you know, you can't, you can't even as a hairdresser, that's my background. You, you start off making coffee and sweeping the floor. Mm-hmm. You can't go straight in with the braids and that you've got to learn the, the basics, basically. Uh, and that's what the guys love. They yeah. absolutely love it. And they, they go away from the workshop learning at least eight to ten things that they didn't know before. Oh, great. I well, don't want to get too deep too early here, but I, I would imagine that like our ape ancestors... <laughs> You know, where, where they groom each other and it's a very important part of connecting and bonding with each other. We may have lost that a bit. Mm-hmm. And is this in some way, a, a, you know, how fathers can bond with their, their daughters in a way that perhaps they hadn't before? This is 100% where we're going with this. Okay. It's about time. It's about bonding time. Um, the dads are setting the bar for the type of guy that their daughters are going to meet in yes, their life. Yes. Someone who's hands-on, someone who wants to be involved in family life. Yeah. Uh, because I feel that dads get a raw deal. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. do you, what do you mean by dads get a raw deal? Because what they don't get involved. They're not involved enough and they're not trusted to do the hair. Yeah. Because you're like, 
you know, if dad's going to do your hair, you're like, ooh, it's a joke. Oh, calm yes, down. You know, yes, you're not yes, doing yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. You know, you're not, you don't know how. Cause, and it's about the trust. Now, I, I'm going to do something here, Chris. Um, uh, now, I've got Mila, my oldest, and I've got yeah. my middle one, Isabella. Yeah. yeah. Um, and girls, can I do your hair? Yeah. Right. Now, <laughs> that is pretty much the general consistent answer when yes. I go, all right, it's time. I'm going to do your hair. Yeah. How do you get around that? Well, once you start, honestly, I can't tell you enough because once once you start and you keep persistent and you, the workshop is like magic. Mm -hmm. it, it really is like magic because they see that you want to learn to do their hair. It's not from left fields that you're in the house. If you've got the right tools, we know in, in our own jobs that if we have got the right tools, we can do the right job. You mentioned dads have learned a thing or two. What do they learn out of this? They, they've learned that... It's easy. It's easier than you think, um, and they they learn that it takes time. Mm. And it, I, like I drop the mic when because I go around the the uh, at, at the end of the workshop to ask two things that the dads learned, and uh, you know I always say, and this one dad said, "Take your time," mm. and I just went, "Boom!" Exactly. If you can teach Matt and Pete how to do it, I would love them to braid my hair. I can't braid my own. <laughs> Go to Bali. <laughs> uh, Chris, uh, if, if dads want to get involved, or whoever, yeah. uh, where do they find you? They can find me um, on Facebook, uh, Mop Tops Hair Care, yep. and on my website, which is moptopshaircare.com.au. And yeah. if Dad can get them ready and send them off and do the dance Even concert better. for us, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Great. Absolutely. Now, please teach me how to do a frozen Elsa Platt because that's a real downfall in my life, to be honest with you. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. No problem at all. Thanks for having me. Now, of course, my friends, tomorrow is the 26th of January, which still, at this point in time, at the time of broadcast, is known as Australia Day. I feel like I'm not on my own here. Uh, it's become, Australia Day has become a, a kind of difficult journey to negotiate mm. because I find myself in the position that I want to say thanks and give gratitude that I was born in this remarkable country and yet I, I don't want to do any more harm or m cause more tra trauma to our First Nations people. I want that healing to continue yeah. and... and Whatever has to be done to make that possible, you know, we should look to get that done. Uh, but, of course, tomorrow is still Australia Day and we will hear the national anthem quite a lot. Mm -hmm. And, of course, when the Australian national anthem is sung with gusto, it can be quite a beautiful song. Who's Delta Goodrum? That's Delta. <laughs> Australia's angel. Now, apparently, our anthem is very difficult to sing properly. And anyone who's ever watched the, the sort of camera following the, the soccer players or the cricketers at the beginning of the game when you the mic's on and you hear them singing will can testify that it is a difficult uh, oh, anthem God. to sing. Anyone who's been to a school. Yeah. <laughs> anytime you've had to go to anything where someone sings the anthem, you're like, what is this? And it's We all start on a different note. It's the range. It's 17 semitones of range. Oh. Only the American National Anthem is bigger. Sorry, what, what does that mean? For someone who's a, because I'm a very, very much a layman's when it comes to music. Well, it's sort of almost two octaves. Yeah, it's what a, is, a what difference. Does that mean? I mean, from, from <laughs> your chest voice to your, 
to your uh, head voice. It's, yeah. it's quite difficult even for you know professional singers to make that transition. Right, okay. Like if you're right, singing a sense. C, there's the lower C, then you, the higher C, and then, you know, so can you've got... Can you do got, a lower C? <laughs> What's I'm, a lower C? I'm not pitch perfect. Oh, right, that's a lower C. <laughs> but then the other one would be... <laughs> you know, God, God Save the Queen is 10 semitone, or the king, I should say, these days. Yeah. So even for, you know, people who think they can sing, our national anthem is not that easy. See, my chair's not turning today. No Which C is that? Uh, let's, let's see you later. <laughs> it's girt by C. Oh my God! Oh, it's so cool. Are we talking little cars, dinky cars? Yeah, little 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 Hot Wheels cars. Oh, yeah. and, there, and there's micro machines. You love buying like toys. I do You're love a toy buying guy. toys. I'm a toy guy, but I'm I've, I think I'm going through some next level stuff at the moment. Curious to hear from people with regards to their midlife crises. Okay. So. Oh, it's a bit early to call it that, isn't it? I'm 37. I mean, Mate, I mean, I if, I mean we, if we're the discussing... average life expectancy is much closer to 100 these days. Is it? Oh no, it's no. average is like 82 for a bloke. And I mean, what's yeah. that? Still seems a little like soon. 74. <laughs> like 74 is you double my age okay. at the moment. So that's not. I reckon I'm. You can start. Not far yes, off. Yes, oh, yes, yes. Yeah, but I don't know. And I mentioned to you guys I had a very busy year last year, yeah. and this year I've cooled off. Off a little bit, like we're in the house and we, you know, we're, we're pretty chill. We're yeah. not stressed out about yeah. some of those things, and um, and I just kind of feel like I'm just letting go at the moment with like, the credit card. Well, with the credit card, <laughs> with food, diet, and and diet yeah. and food. But you and... seem so happy. Thank so you. Keep mate. doing what you're doing, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I look like Brendan Fraser from The Whale. Like, you it's, know, you know, it's true because last year you were going through heaps. You had to move yeah. house. Mm. You had to like, you know, you were basically homeless for six months for a while there, just trying to find somewhere to go. And yes. like, there was a lot of stress, and you work a lot. Like yeah. Matt and I don't know why, but you seem to do a lot of extra hours in other jobs. Empire yeah. building. I, I question why I do it as well. Um, <laughs> so now it's like you want to let go. But I like I'm I'm doing things like um like last last Saturday. Oh the Saturday just gone. It was like eight o'clock at night and I rang my cousin and was like, Do you want to go do you want to go river fishing? And he's like, it's eight o'clock. And I'm like, yeah, so Okay. And so like we just got <laughs> awesome. in the car and we were out there like at this just up past the old brewery in car park one there, just like we had a couple of crab nets in the river and with a bit of bait and stuff like that. And we were fishing for Mulloway and just watching the party Aww. boats go by. And, and we didn't leave till one o'clock in the morning. Beautiful. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm letting loose a little bit at the moment. Hey, yesterday. It's healthy. I think it's healthy. It Most healthy. people have a midlife crisis. They buy a sports car and sleep with their secretary. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, I don't this have a sec- is a much better option. I don't have a secretary yet. <laughs> Do you know um, that, that you know how there's the the idea that people who buy men that buy a sports car when they're in their midlife crisis it's to make up for the size of their appendage. Mm. They reckon they've proven that to be true. Really? They took 200 blokes, told half of them the average uh, penis size was a certain level higher than it is, mm-hmm. and then showed them pictures of sports cars and they went for them and then they showed the other half they told them the average penis size was less than it is so they felt super confident and they didn't feel they needed to buy anything wow there's <laughs> <laughs> a little cheeky thing for you yeah. now oh, i didn't man. i haven't gone looking for a sports car but i did spend like 2 hours yesterday afternoon driving around looking for a, a chocolate uh, soft serve 
Same thing. I was on a quest. <laughs> it's on a quest for a chocolate soft serve. I would not quit. Your Did you get it? So I, get, no, I didn't get it in there. I couldn't find one. This, I'm just going on these random junkets. Uh, the Oscar nominations are out today, you guys. The Oscars it's happening. It, was it a year ago? Was it the Oscars that Chris Rock got slapped? Was that the Oscars? Yes. The last. Okay, wow. Was it the Oscars or was, was that the was Golden Globes? Uh, I thought it was the Oscars. I think it was the Oscars. Yeah, oh. I think it was anyway. the Oscars. A year oh, ago. Is that how long Ish. it's been? That's yeah. how long it's been. Um, Since but he the, just made a complete ass of himself. <laughs> the nominations have come around. So I, I'm curious to get your opinions on these because you are. I mean, Matt, neither trained. Oh, darling. <laughs> movie guy, movie guy. He's been in movies. Um, you've been in movies. Anything, uh-huh. e- anything ever Oscar nominated? No, not no. Oscar nominated. AFI nominated in the old uh, Australian Film Institute days. It is by far the worst question, and uh, the worst thing about being an actor is that whenever you say you're an actor, people go, "Oh, what have you been in that I know? What have I seen? What have you been in that I've seen?" Because people think you can't be an actor unless you were in some blockbuster Avatar movie. You right. may have heard my work uh, as you walked around Kmart in years gone by <laughs> as the voice of uh, Trolley Safety. Fantastic, Josh, yeah. <laughs> Josh the Trolley Safety. Work. Very good. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned Avatar. Well, Avatar Two, the way of Water. We cannot let you bring your war here. Outcast. That's all they see. I see you. It's nominated for Best Picture. Is it? Uh, Top Gun 2. Who's going to say no to James Cameron? Good morning, aviators. This is your captain speaking. Well, you say who's going to say no to James Cameron. Yeah. Who's going to say no to Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. Exactly. I mean, it is a bit of a... I'd love to go, yeah, the Oscars. When I was growing up and I wanted to be an actor, my whole dream was like, I want to be... I want to win an Oscar. Right? That's your thing. You're like, everyone wants... But the older that you get and you realise that half of these things are just a complete scam, it's because lots of the people on the judging panel are just trying to remain and retain their artiness by going, mm, no, mm. I only like a foreign film mm. or I only... Art house. I like this part. They've got to keep their reputation. Mm. And then you also can't say no to James Cameron and Tom Cruise. Yep. So everybody's playing a game. Can you say no to Elvis? From Baz Luhrmann, the director who reimagined Shakespeare comes a bold new vision of an American icon. And Elvis the God was born. I can 100% I say that. no one says no to Baz Luhrmann and that's how we ended up with Australia. Yeah. Or, sure. Is that a, is that <laughs> sure. a good figure or a bad thing? I, I mean, you're know. allowed to miss. You're allowed a mistake, <laughs> aren't you? Yeah, I haven't that, seen Elvis. That's the driver. Um, <laughs> what about Brendan Fraser's massive comeback? You don't stay in touch with mom? She really only tells me things about you. Why? Because that's all I want to know about. Why'd you gain all that weight? Someone close to me passed away and it had an effect on me. Brendan Fraser in The Whale. I saw it on the weekend. And? Um, well, it affected me afterwards because none of us wanted to go for lunch. We right. were all starving, but we were too afraid to go for burgers and pizzas because the whole thing is about this enormous man who's overeating. And it was really confronting. But a great performance from Brendan Fraser. But, you know, it is totally, most of the film was watching this poor man try and get up off the couch. Of course, there's a history of of actors who've done that kind of extreme thing, like Robert De Niro in Raging Bull, put on stacks of weight, etc., that they often do get the gong. Well, Old Mate and the Machinist for losing heaps of weight, Christian Bale. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it was a performance, definitely, and it was Mm. a really confronting film, so I can see why it's kind of made an impact. Oh, sorry, we're getting... We're getting played off. We're getting played off. 
This is how Barra feels when he's back for the sport every it Monday. Is. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Oscars are Monday, March 13. Jimmy Kimmel's hosting. Okay. Um, yeah. Good luck. Good luck. I wouldn't want that gig anymore. No. No. I can't say anything no. without hurting no. someone's feelings. You know how I told you the other day that I only give my best for about 12 minutes of any particular, you know. Of anything. Of anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I decided to put some lawn seed down lawn, this tiny did bit Did you of really? Seed. I did. Again? And I did, yes. Oh. And I uh, put a whole lot of topsoil down there. And yesterday, I reckon I spent an hour laying on the ground, on the bricks, yeah. just looking at the green shoots <laughs> coming up. And Can I know that because I've seen, I've seen my own security <laughs> camera footage of myself lying on my stomach, looking at the lawn up close. Oh, my God. It was very sad. Have you learned your lesson from last time? Like, did you actually prep the soil and no, get stuff ready? of course not. But last time wasted all of your money and time and effort. So are you recreating that? Uh, yes, because, you know, like <laughs> all of humanity, I never learn my lessons. But why are you, you going to have Pete? Go. Like, Pete could have given you cheats. He loves lawn. I He's love got, like, lawn, lawn, so lawn porn. I'm on the WA Lawn Addicts page. I know and you I drop are. A few, I drop a few posts occasionally about me lawn. And in the new place we just moved into, the lawn was poop. Because yep. it was like for months, nobody was watering the lawn and like caring for it. You should see the Have green coming through. It? Oh, I fertilized it. <laughs> you <laughs> I fer- fertilized dogs. it three times since we've been in there. It's big- and I just put new new seed. You know, down. Matt, you didn't oh, even I have to do it on a whim. But though. you didn't even have to spend twelve minutes doing it. You literally could have just handballed this to Pete. He's so excited, done. he would have come over and done it for you. I believe in you. I this is the thing, right? It took me a few times to get me lawn right. It, yeah. A few times, right? It took me some some stuff where I laid down turf, didn't quite work out. Because that was the first, it wasn't the yes, first time it was you turf, laid down turf. And it looked beautiful. But this is different. You've this put, is different. I put it down. Yeah. <laughs> and you put you, Pete, it sums me up because I was on my way home. I had no intention of doing this. Yeah. But I saw Bunnings and I thought, ah, stuff it. Yeah. And, and I did it. Pete, did I tell you when Matt laid that lawn the first time? Because it looked really good for oh, about a so week or so, week or two before it, like, obviously just died on its own accord. Mm. Um, he actually had a party and we all went round there just to see the yeah. lawn. He had a lawn party. It's the last time I had us. people over. Pete, <laughs> <laughs> and Kimber. Guys, some colours just aren't practical. Right. Oh, okay. They're yeah. just not practical. Like if you were going to go out into the garden, yes, or you were on a work site or something like that, what kind of colours would you dress in? Uh, car keys. Yeah, car keys. Yes, that's a yes, good one. Yeah. Bright orange. Bright, <laughs> bright, no, bright orange. Like fl- yep. you know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Hey, good I'm sensible. Here. Yeah. You know, yep. maybe a bit of flashing around some some flashy piping oh, around okay. it. You yes, know, so that's... people's just in case yep. it gets to an evening and I'm still going on the yeah, work site. Too right. So but people, you can know, see it's going to get covered. Stay in safe filth. out there, bud. You know, your clothes are going to get covered in filth if you go out there and you do a job like that. Of course. Yes. So tell me why? Mm. Oh, why? Mm. Here in Subiaco, when we were driving to work, you guys might have noticed it. Just back here on one of these townhouses behind the studio. Mm. Do we have white skip bins? Oh, a white skip bin. Have you ever seen a white skip bin? Skip bins are blue, red, orange, green. green. Mm. They're not Mm. white. And why are they not white? Because white is an absolutely stupid colour when you're dealing with rubbish and dirt and filth. But darling, it fits in the mood of the suburb really well. Genuinely wondering if that's what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) It's like painters. You know, painters wear whites. Painters have their whites, which has always blown me away. Because, mm. like, I don't know if you've ever painted a house, but goodness me, you get a bit of stuff on <laughs> you. You do, but yeah. somehow that looks kind of cool. Yeah, it does. It's like a badge of honour. Yeah.
Yeah. Maybe that's what it is, a Subi badge of honour. Oh, I definitely think there's something going on with the Subi badge of honour. Yeah. <laughs> there's an elitist something going on with white skip bins. Hang on a minute. Is Anko making skip bins now? <laughs> <laughs> They're making everything else. Team Matt and Kimber, Mix 94.5.